You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Merry Christmas, all you motherfuckers. Happy New Year, happy... Well, not Happy New Year, but, you know, you get it. You say it in one. Happy Boxing Day test. Off the top, you'll be listening to this and you'll be reaching for your fucking phones and going, where's the YouTube video? There isn't one. No YouTube video. Couldn't get into the studio. We're in my office. Sure, we could have set up a phone and been like, let's record fucking three hours on a phone. Let's do that. And then bye-bye all of my storage. So we chose to not do that. So relax. We aren't doing YouTube. We'll be back on Zoom and you'll get some video footage. You'll be able to see us. You'll be able to see us tanned, looking good. Eddie, Merry Christmas. How are you? Merry Christmas, mate. Merry Christmas to the punter and the dribbler. Uh, Because we just give them gift after gift, I feel like the gift that they can give us is to not bust our balls about the YouTube. Little understanding, it'd be nice. Don't you think that'd be nice? I'd, I'd appreciate just a little fucking understanding. But I'm not going to dwell on it no. because I'm not here to be negative. I'm here to be positive yep. because it's been a great day for the nation. It's been a great day for Australia. It's been a great day for cricket. It's been a great day for Boxing Day. Yeah. Because Boxing Day stands up and delivers. It does. Boxing Day plays its role to a plum, mm-hmm. and it has done so eloquently again this year. We'll get to it, but... We are recording on Boxing Day, just so you know. Not on the Monday, Boxing Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going the fucking... Again, don't say we don't do anything for you. It's 7.24 p.m.? 26. 26, Tom. 7.26. 7.26, Boxing Day Eve. No, Boxing, Boxing Day, Day night. Yeah, on the 26th. And here we are on the tools, because we don't quit. No, Vapes. Tequilas. No, yeah, vibes, tequilas, giggles, yarns. I may have at some point in the lead up to this had half of a vegan gummy, mm-hmm. mainly because it's a holiday spirit and we just thought, why not? And because fuck it. Fuck it. You know what I mean? So we'll see. Hopefully it doesn't, you know, rear its head anything shocking. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. And if it does, you know what? We'll roll with it. You got to roll you, with the punches. You might be finishing this thing by yourself. I can do that, mate. You know I can. Yeah, you could. But Merry Christmas. Yes. How was it? You were back in the bow. Back in the bow. Good to be back in the bow. Really nice to be back in the bow. I'll say this, Tom. You know, at like Christmas time and the holiday period and that sort of thing, you lose track of time. Mm -hmm. I was back there for five days and I wake up this morning and I said, what the fuck has happened? Where am I? Is it day five? It's Am I going quick. today? What what the hell is going on? Yeah. Couldn't wrap my head around. I'm it's, trying it, to wrap my like. What have I been doing? What have I? How have I been filling my days? I couldn't even couldn't even piece together like five days in the bed. I'm like, have I have I slept here five times? I had to count. I had. Have you done anything? I, did I you had, get up to anything? Oh, I'm action packed. Went to the. I uh, had a. What did I do? Fuck. Got yes, back there. No, no. Got back there late. Saw the fam, very nice. Did a bit of Christmas shopping, sort of wandered around town. My sister and I uh, are big on nostalgia. Mm-hmm. We're big nostalgia operators, always yep. have been. She's m- probably more nostalgia than I am. Very big o- vibe person. Yep. Vibes have to be everything. Okay. Vibes are a lot to her. Yeah. So, you know, nip down to the old Centro. What's the Centro doing? It, what nip- is the Centro? Centro's like a little sort of mall thing on yeah, the, in okay. the main street, right? Shout out to Spring It's Arcade. And we, and we used to spend a lot of time in the Centro growing up as kids. My sister worked there at the local Supre for many years. So we just wanted to get, get her in there. 
what's happening? Mm. What's in here now? Target yeah. replaced by Kmart. So that was One a change. One of your favourite cafes or something's disappeared, bit the dust. Yep, Dunnock King's still there, which was just, just warm the heart and the soul, Tom. Yep. Warm the heart and the soul. Hogsbreath is gone, though, just around the corner, which is a little bit disappointing. That's is right. Is Hogsbreath sort of going everywhere? Are they in Well, I'm a bit worried about Hogsbreath, Tom. Mm. I'm a bit worried about Hogsbreath because Hogsbreath used to be the family restaurant. And you go in there and there'd be action sports on the telly and there'd be surfing and there'd be snowboarding and there'd be fucking jumping out of planes and all that sort of shit. Right. And there was just memorabilia all over the walls. And it was just a nice place to spend a, a, an evening with the fam, I mm. thought. Okay. If I could argue um, as to why maybe it, it went south, I'd say that it probably got a little bit expensive for the, for the target market. Hogsbreath started going you could, bougie? You could, you could pay 30, 40 bucks for a steak. And I think that's a little bougie for the punter and the dribbler. Nowhere am I, I like, I'm probably going out and like getting steaks and like meal deals and shit. Unless I'm going to like a ritzy restaurant with like some fucking obnoxious wine list. 100%. A $40 steak. Yeah. And I can't imagine, no disrespect to Hog's Breath, not knowing if you want to sponsor, please reach out. I can't imagine. We'll bring you back. We'll bring you back. But I can't imagine myself going in there and getting a really nice cut of meat. No, I wouldn't have thought so, Tom. No. It's, at the end of the day, it's Hog's Breath, and they should have stayed in their lane. And I don't know if that's if that's where Hooters went, if Hooters got a bit bougie for for the target market, because you don't see Hooters much anymore. You don't. I'm wondering if maybe Hooters got a little bit sort of cancelled. But I think they are on the way out before cancel culture. Cancel culture is not that old. No, Only a couple not. of years. Hooters was gone years before that. Yeah, Hooters was struggling. It was, and I wonder whether they just said, you know what? Let's start charging 40 bucks for steaks like Hogsbreath did because Hogsbreath's gone now. Whether or not they come back is a different story. But you can't, was... be, you can't be charging me $40 for no. a steak at a place called Hogsbreath. No, you can't, Tom. No, you can't. And it's no amount of fucking curly fries can get me in there. Because also that's just a gimmick. It is a gimmick. And look, it took me a couple of years to catch on. Yeah. I'll admit that. I'll put my hand up and I'll go, yep, you, you did me with the curly fries. You got me in the door. You got me in the door and I used to love them. But then I realised that they were just, it was just potato fried. It in, was just curled, in, curled potatoes. Curled potato. <laughs> curled potato. Now, if people realise that that's what happens at shows, then they're in trouble too. You know how they curl the fries? Oh, yeah, like the Easter shows and yeah. shit. Or it's like, oh, yeah, I've got a fucking hot dog that's just got a stick jam through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're charging me an extra fucking, what? You're charging me like seven bucks for a sausage comfortably, and a stick. Comfortably. Because a, a hot dog could cost, should cost, what? No more than five? I'd say four. Individual hot dog? Yeah. Like in a hot dog three, and a piece of bread three bucks, and sauce? Three bucks, mustard I, and stuff? Look, I think you can charge me five bucks for hot dog, sauce, onions, et al. Yes. But like... You no more than that. You put it on a stick, you put some weird shit over it. Yeah, and now it's nine. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I'm starting to th- I'm starting to see through it. I'm took- starting to go, you're taking me for a ride. Yeah, it took here. me 15 years, but that's all right. I got there in the end. Yeah. That's by the by. My still working itself off, good to see. Um, but caught up with some mates, dipped down at the uh, the Garden Hotel, oh, yeah. which is a beautiful establishment. Tom, so over the road. Can, do you like... Do you over the road from the skate park. Oh, nice. So you can what, you can see some dudes doing some ollies and if shit. If it wasn't too the- hot that we just were treated to the aircon for the entire time. Oh, of course. Was it hot as fucking dust? Oh, it was, yeah, it's hot. It's fucking hot. 33, 34, 35, oh, fucking hell. 35, 36, you need aircon. 37. Aircon essential. Aircon essential. But caught up with some old, some old Dubbo High mates. But some so old right, South so Dubbo Wanderers though. mates. Are Beautiful. you like... Uh, are you like you know, when Matt Matt Damon in Goodwill Hunting and it's like he's got like his mates and they're like, I just hope every day I come around your house and I knock on your door and you don't answer the door. Yeah. You catching up with your Ben Affleck's? 
not to call them Ben Afflicks as in they're just like dead shits chipping rocks or whatever the fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're coming back to the town. Sort of. I but I'm no but I'm no Matt Damon. Well, no, that's you're no Matt difference. Damon. Yeah, that, yeah that I'm a dribbler. Yeah. I'm sort of Ben Affleck who found his way into dribbling yarn and that was why. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, I'm ben gonna, a- you're Ben Affleck who's tripped into dribbling yeah, yarn. Yeah, as much as I'd like to sit here and suggest that I am some sort of fucking genius. rocket scientist, <laughs> some sort of genius that solves really difficult mass problems on, on the chalkboard at Dubbo High and that's my out, that was my out? Yeah. That wasn't. No. <coughs> You've fallen into your out as I've, opposed to being like earmarks for greatness. At age. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Greatness only just came upon us. Yeah. But. <laughs> greatness, yeah. No, greatness, greatness has just come upon us. Yeah. yeah. And greatness it is. We've stumbled into greatness. We have stumbled into greatness <laughs> as opposed to being earmarked for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. As opposed there to is, being born with it. There is a big difference. Yeah. But the boys back home are doing well. There's sort of, there's a few there now. There's a few out and about. There's a few in the city. There's a few, there's a few all over. But it was a nice catch up. It seems like I've seen in years gone by, like, and obviously, you know, Omicron doing its thing, but. Seen in years gone by, like with other friends, because we've got quite a contingent of Dubbo friends who live in Sydney. Yes. But like, you all get back to the fucking local on like Chrissy Eve and shit, and it looks like a hell of a time. You're Izzy Carey, Lloyd of the Stars of the World, who's unfortunately was struck down. So it was a, it was a late out. Are we? Are we? I mean, like you're you're off to Byron in like what tomorrow, right? Yep. I'm planning on going to the cricket. Yep. I am kind of like penciling in Omicron in the next sort of few weeks. I was thinking about this, Tom, and it was sort of spurred on by your good self in that it's a tricky time to get it because everyone's got plans, right? That's sort of part of the issue is that everyone's got plans and that's why it's annoying because everyone has plans together. Everyone has plans at the same time. Yeah. Could I argue this? Now that we all accept that at some point we will get it. Could you not go, listen, government, I've actually got not much going on in the next sort of 10 days. Could could I get it? Could I go out and just like a little clinic set up and you, get, you nip down there. Give me it. Yeah, COVID nangs like we talked about the other yeah, day, yeah. just fucking pump it into me because oh, I've got nothing to do. Yeah. Give me, give it to me. I'll have 10 days off and then I'm off. But you are going on a holiday. I Yeah, I know. But I'm saying, is that my version of... Going down the clinic. So, yeah, you just go on holiday, you get it. Well, because my old man was like, I reckon you cunts will get in Byron because we're going to our, on our family holiday after. And he, of tank water stock, yeah. not concerned in the slightest. <laughs> I've never seen him less concerned man in my life. He knows what he's rolling with internally yeah. and he's not concerned. Nah, he's Simpson like, what, immune system, something to behold. Well, his. Yes. Well, he's a Simpson. My mum's a maiden, so I get your point. You know Tom. what I'm saying? No, you make a great point. A ch- the Chilton the Chilton immune system. Yeah, yeah. My mum was a little uh, less reticent to, to sort of us for shipping it in for the family holiday, but it. I think he makes a good point. He's like, you know what? If you're going to get it, nip down here. We'll all get it together. Well, it'll be a nice bonding occasion. We all sit here, we're all sick as fuck. Or not even sick as fuck, but... Well, obviously it affects, affects people differently. Yeah, you might have a sore throat, you might have mm. a bit of a head cold. Mm. Honestly, I... Because we're young and virile Yeah, we are. Well. we are. And virile. you've lost a lot of weight, you're looking great. The, so, yeah, you know, thank God, because I was probably... If you were 104 still, I'd be in you're, the high risk. <laughs> you're high risk. You're high risk. I see a ventilator in that future. <laughs> 
Yeah, I've dropped off ventilator level. Like, you have. Yeah. Yeah. Code red ventilator status. I've managed to fucking sneak my way out of that. Oh, comfortably now. Well, yeah, but I mean, after the fucking Ferrero Rocher bender I've had the last couple right. of days, luckily, luckily, fat doesn't come on that quick. It doesn't. It doesn't. Had it could have been serious. It could have been serious. Panic station. But 89 dripping wet. You, you, you oh, know we're no, near ventilator right. status. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm a long way away from ventilator status these days. Thank Christ. Thank mm. the Lord. But I am... I'd be shocked if I don't get it at the cricket. If they even allow us in there. Well, I mean, yeah. I'd, yeah. The only thing that was... Cons- people are getting it everywhere and anywhere. I like, know, like, shitloads of people who've had it. Like, Jarch, our good friend, got it. Took it home. <laughs> well, but I'm trying to work out, because I was with him on Sunday. Literally, the well, was it Sunday? Monday, the night the night he before he left, I was with him. And how long was he back before he got it? He, uh... As I share your vape. No, but, like, I don't have it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But Ella, Ella's got a couple of things. Ella's, a, like, either he got it in the city when we were out there shopping and we didn't. And you didn't get it. Or he got it off some... Have you had a booster? No. No. Neither have I. But, like, Steph, his girlfriend, who is probably sick once a week... <laughs> Yeah, right. Like, and that's no offense to Steph, but no, she, she knows goes, she goes down. She knows it's true. Yeah. She's sick every single week. Like, if she was if if she was gonna get it, she'd show hectic symptoms. She would have got it. So she hasn't got it But she went home with Jars that night. Obviously, she's sweet, she's good to go. So whether he got it in Walker and it developed quickly, or he got it shopping in the city and, and none of us did. Well, because there are you hear those stories though, right? Where yeah, it's just yeah. like I'm right next to this fucking like Joe friend of ours as well joe got it yeah at a wedding he was with fucking t-mad and they were like you know yipping and yahoo and the whole wedding and yep. t-mad's all good yeah joe fucking in iso yeah exactly but 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 t-mad's a different breed well t-mad's an animal I t-mad's think, t-mad's a different breed i don't think he would be covid gets t-mad t-mad doesn't get covid yeah that's right <laughs> that's right covid's got a bad case of t-mad <laughs> A really bad case. And for those that know him, you know exactly what we're talking about. He's a different breed yeah. altogether. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. couldn't chop that cunt down. No way. <laughs> no, no. But, mate, I know I know a lot of people that have got it. My sister, who is 25, so in that out and about age group, yeah. knows like 30, 40, 50 people. Yeah, that's it as well. My niece yeah. just got diagnosed or diagnosed. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she got it. Like she's terminal. Yeah, I know, yeah. She's been diagnosed with a bad case of ripping and tearing is basically it. That's, that's how funny. it works. That, but that's what it is though because yeah. it's all just young cunts who are ripping yeah, yeah. and tearing. Yeah, yeah. Streety was going to come over here the other day. It was like, oh yeah, come around. And then uh, Carly, his beautiful fiance, yes. was in the background going, Hamish, you... Because he was out with you guys. You guys had your, you guys had your uh, Christmas party. Yeah. And then you went back to some fucking house party. No, he shook hands with a site manager that has it. Oh, I, no, I didn't know. But after your Christmas party, yeah, there was a couple of guys there that got it. But you, you went, to, he went to some house party or some shit. Yeah, else. I was Did there. You get, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he told me that you and Elsa left, and he was on the dance floor by himself for like a little bit long after, and he sort of caught himself going like, "What am I doing here, <laughs> yeah. dancing with all of these twenty year olds? Like, and I'm by myself." Like, what the fuck am I doing here? And he sort of like yeah. caught himself and sort of stopped dancing yeah, and yeah. just went. I gotta go. Yeah, Ella, wi- Ella wigged out. She's like, "We gotta get the fuck yeah. out of this shit up." And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> it was a great idea on paper, 
but the reality of like missing trips and shit was a bit For like it, right. yeah yeah. So I've called Hamish. But there the was next two day. people. There was two people that I went to that house party with that. Got it. Right. Well, thank Christ for Carly. Because I'm like, yeah. oh, you come around for like just an Arvo fucking drink or whatever. And then Carly's in the background. Hamish's like, yeah, sick. And then Carly goes, no fucking way. You highly likely have COVID, Hamish. I don't think he has, but it was like you were dancing on some dance floor and like with a bunch of 20 year olds at four in the morning by yourself. Yeah. You might have COVID. Yeah. yeah. We're not going to take it over to Steph and Tom's house. Yeah. yeah. And shook hands with the side manager who has it. And he seemed, and he's good. Of course he is. Yeah, Again, he's, he's, he's another guy you yeah. couldn't shock. Yeah. Straight. Again, you, none of you cunts know, but you, you hear about him all the time. He's a ripper and tear of yeah. note, and he's always had a six-pack or close to. No, no, he's always had a six-pack. He's had a six-pack since he was like fucking yeah, six. Yeah, yeah, So he's in great, Nick. Always has been, always will be. And I just can't see it getting the better of him. No. No. So, you know, it's the ripper, it's the rippers and the tearers that are now, it's like it's taken, it's absolutely going like wildfire through the youth yeah. who don't fucking care and it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Like they get it, they're good, yeah. move on. Yeah. You're, that's if, why I'm a little bit like, well, but I'm you're getting a booster. Team, like uh, friends of ours got boosters and they're like, it's actually, that was the sickest they've been. Yeah. We're not going to, yeah, we won't We're dwell, too, anti, we won't dwell yeah. too much on boosters. No, if you're, if you're, more. if you're 104 and you're, and you're invent, you're at high risk of, vent, of using get a ventilator, booster. get the booster. If you're old as fuck, get the booster. But if you're if you're if your only sickness is a little ripping, a little tearing, a little tearing, if that's then, all you're guilty of, yeah. <laughs> then, then you're all right. Then I think you're good. But to I also go. think once you got it, you're like I'm antibodied to the teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes it, sometimes it's good to get it out of the way. Yeah, not a good time to get it out of the way though. Not, not Christmas, time. dude. No. Not Christmas. Fuck that. Yeah. But, but now I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my nose clean until keep your powder cricket, dry. Powder keep your, dry. Keep your powder dry. And then once the cricket's there... You don't want your powder wet. No, you don't. Dude, wet powder? Wet powder. What do you do with that? It becomes clay. It becomes gluggy. Yeah. you got to throw it out. You do. Good luck bringing that back. Yeah, good luck. People have tried and failed. Time after time. Time after time. But it was... Mate, fam, family time was good. Good to see the boys. Good to see my grandma. Good to see my auntie. Good to see the mum. Shout out to Liddy. Liddy. Liddy was out and about. Pandem, uh, You know. Did she do her fucking... Did she do a cauliflower bake or whatever the hell it is? Uh, <laughs> did she do cheesy cauliflower? Are you fucking taking yeah, the good. piss? Well, she mate, didn't do enough, Tom. She, did. <laughs> she didn't do enough. I'll say that. And Liddy knows I love her. Yeah, and Liddy's best on ground and she's great. And she didn't do enough. She didn't do and enough. And I say it every year. She did up the gravy intake though. Oh, that's good. We went, we went, she, she made twice the amount she usually makes. That's you can't do too much. You can't do too much, but I would also say to Liddy, she wouldn't be listening. She doesn't want the fuck podcasts here. Okay. She's not on the internet. Okay, isn't that a mind? That's fuck? a what? Isn't it? It isn't is. That a mind like, fuck? That's wild. Isn't that a mind? There are fuck? people. It's like with their, the fact there are still tribes in the Amazon. It's like there are still people that don't. Yeah, use I was laughing the other night. Like the other day, I'm like, you know, the only reason that cash still exists is for you. Right. You know right. what I mean? I've had cash in my wallet. That uh, what the hell was it for? Steph and I got a, a car like, you know, what, like three or four months ago and we had to pay in cash. Long time now. Long time. Had to pay in cash. And I had to get more cash out than I needed as just by, it was like, because we like had to what, pay. What, for negotiation? No, because we had to pay for like new plates or some shit and it was like, it didn't have the exact amount or I just got, I just got more than I think I had to. And every time I open my wallet or like to put a receipt in for something, I'm like, mm. oh, I've forgotten that there was cash in here. Yeah. 
I'm cashed up. I haven't come near this cash. Yeah, I'm cashed up at the moment. Yeah. Christmas, well, she's, she gives cash. My auntie gives cash. Love I'm that. cashed up. Yeah, cashed up. And by cashed up, I mean I've got a couple hundred. you got a couple hundred, <laughs> which you'll probably never touch. <laughs> but it's good to have. It's, it is. It's good to have is like an emergency. I've got mates that carry cash, like Ollie Art. Shout out, bro. He's maybe, maybe not has COVID. He's not sure yet. The piece, well, the PCR test had like five days. He's fucking... You saw they fucking released like a bunch of people where they were like, nah, you're <laughs> negative. And they're like, oh, actually, what's... No, you're positive. Do I say negative? I meant yeah. positive. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, fuck. can I delete that second message? <laughs> that <laughs> says I'm negative? Positive? No, no, sorry, dude. You're actually Because you said I was negative and I'm rolling with that one. That's fucking ridiculous. Anyway, he's a cash operator and he comes in handy. It does come in handy. No, he always has it. Yes. Always. I think it's always good to have if there's an emergency. And I mean emergency. Well, What's you know, emergency? well, it's eleven p.m. and it's and ripping and tearing. It's an emergency. Time. It's it's, you're, it's ripping and tearing a clock, but <laughs> it's it's worth you know someone having someone in your group as a cash operator. Someone needs to be a cash operator, and those amongst you who are who are well, we salute you. We, we salute, salute you on Christmas. We salute you. We salute you because you're fucking terrific. Yeah, and without you, without I'd you, be the fucked. world stops. <laughs> it would stop. Well, my night would stop. Yeah. And I don't want that. Not yet. But on the whole, Tom, another good Christmas. Tonga had the time of his life. He just rips and tears up there, mate. Well, he got back to his country roots in the sense that, you know, he doesn't necessarily know a lot about, you know, his, his, where his dad comes from. That's he's been, right. You know what I mean? He knows, he's, he knows his dad's from the country. He's probably, mm. is he the first time back there? He's been there before. No, no he's been there. F- yeah. But he, even though he remembers it, he fuck, as soon as he jumps out of the car, g'day, mum and dad. Dad was like, oh, fuck, I was a bit worried he wouldn't remember it. Not a problem. Nips inside, does the does, does a the run around, then goes yeah, goes out the back onto the grass. Absolutely loving it, and it works. It works for me so well because he's not an active dog. In fact, he's a bit of a lazy fat shit. But he needs his walks. Yeah. But in that oppressive thirty five degree heat, he fifteen do minutes, not yeah, a problem. Right. We're in and out. And he's got. And aren't you guys are like near a golf course or some On shit? On the golf course, so he can run around. And so he runs of- around there and he. He, ch- he tries to chase a couple of bunnies and he tries to chase a couple of kangaroos. He doesn't get anywhere near him, but it's fun for him. That's all right. It's just good on us. Better fun. off that he doesn't get near him because you also don't want him to fucking rip the jugular out of a little bunny. No, I wouldn't want that, but he's very slow. Yeah. Like, he's not slow compared to a human, but, but he's slow. Compared to a bunny. <laughs> <laughs> compared to a bunny, he's the he's nowhere. Yeah. he's, he's a dis- If he was a bunny, he'd be a disgrace to bunnies. He'd be a disgrace to bunnies. He's... He's me and Usain Bolt if we're both trying to fucking pound 100 metres. 100%. That's exactly right. But anyway, mate, loved it. Good to be back, but also was good to be there. Yes. How'd you go, bro? I was good. We had double family set up, Steph's family at our place in the morning into mum's place in the afternoon. Do you need to do that because everyone wants to be high touch with the... With the babies? With the kidlets? Uh, yeah, sort of. I think it was just also... An, it was Because oh, like, you're both all in Sydney, I suppose. Yeah, we were just able to fit them both in. Yep. I tell you what, loved it. I love Christmas. Like I lo- It was a lovely day catching up with both families. <laughs> what it, Walk me through the morning. So we wake up, Steph's mum comes around. Like I'm talking like Evie and like, did you, yeah, did yeah, you yeah. go the we big go, lift? We or? come out here and we, we, do, we do the present opening with Evie. Yep. She loves it. She's yep. cute as fuck. Yep. Her reaction's very wholesome. Mm-hmm. I set up my phone just like in the corner of the room and just had it recording. So like, yeah, because I just, I've seen like videos from the old man, like when him and mum used to film us when we were little. and The camcorder. The camcorder, exactly. Like yeah. a full-blown fucking thing. And back then it was like, 
you might be on like one shot. Like there were some videos where it's my brother bouncing in like a baby seat for, and I'm not joking, 15 minutes. Yeah, that's and good it's footage. Just, it's just a locked off shot on a baby. Yeah, I'm like, I like the I like the long, the long sort of footage because it captures everything that's going on. Well, people coming in and out of shot. Whereas these days, it's like, oh, here's two seconds of a fucking video, and you go, it's done, and it's over too quickly, and like you want to have, you want to be able to remember these things. Yeah, that's what's a great thing about these old home videos that the parents have got. It's like you can get a sense of what it was like. You're like, oh fuck, I remember that. Oh, I remember the dog. There's the dog coming in and out of the thing. If you film for three seconds. Louis doesn't have a chance to show his head. Louis no. might be out fucking having a shit, chasing a lizard. Exactly. Now it's, he's got an opportunity to, to, to debut. Yep. At one point, my mother-in-law, Marina, realized that she'd fucking left the pitta in the oven for too long. Hilarity ensues. She runs out of the room. Fuck, I've burnt the pitta. She didn't burn it, but she thought she did. It doesn't matter. Doesn't the matter. moment was captured. You're capturing the moment. You captured the moment of, of her realizing potentially, maybe, that she's, she's fucked the pitta. She's yeah. fucked the pitta. And there's a lot rides on Pitta. It, dude, it's I'm not joking. The lady is one of the great cooks all time. Pitta. Mm. There's tiramisu in the in the fridge right now, Eddie, that'll put fucking... Who, who's our tiramisu monster? Nick Mallet. Nick Mallet will <laughs> shit his pants on this tiramisu. I've been thinking about Nick Mallet. When the I tiramisu, tiramisu monster? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, I need to... I need to get this to Nick somehow. Well, he lives around the corner. I think we need to, we need to fucking ship him around <laughs> a little bit. Find a way. He's one of the great tiramisu connoisseurs all time. I need him to try this tiramisu, dude. Yeah. Like, it's no joke. Yeah, he's legit. She's phenomenal at it. And so, well, he knows his masseuse, bro. That's why I'm like, I was saying to Steph, I'm like, or she said it. She goes, is Eddie the tiramisu monster? I go, no, that's Nick Mallet. <laughs> and he needs to try this shit. She's yeah. like, he does. Yeah. So anyway, if we can do it, there is still some in the fridge. If I don't fucking get to it first... But <laughs> well, well, dude, yesterday, my thing was, because, you know, I think I said on the podcast that, that I hit rock bottom, Steph and I, with the ice cream a couple of weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. The I, great connoisseur cookies. I got, I got good feedback on that. Well, it was a fucking tough day for the family. In terms of, like, comedic value. Yeah, good, yeah. Well, that's what we want. <laughs> Wasn't dietitians reaching no, out. No, 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 that's, well that's bad for him. <laughs> I... I really thought, like, fuck it. You know what, Christmas? I'm just going to eat some of the, like, food, like the, the, the lunches and shit. I'm not going to get into my work. Guess what my mother-in-law bought me for Christmas? Because it wasn't like we don't get presents for adults, really. Like, she got me it's a fucking... It's all kid stuff. She got me a fucking packet of Ferrero shares. <laughs> she got me a packet of Ferrero shares. So we're all opening Did shit. she know? She doesn't know that... You know, she I mentioned know the, it, but right. she does know that every time she brings over Ferrero shares, I pound them into the earth. Yeah, yeah. Also, we got our numbers wrong. There's 30 in a pack. No, 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 no. Depends what packs you're getting. I got a pack of... Yes. The, the ones one. I've been having is a pack of 16. Yeah. But she got me a pack of uh, another pack of 16, but a different packaging. Because you know the double-decker ones in the box? They're she 30s. Got, no, no, but she got me a double-decker 8-8. Eight, eight. But look behind you. Look in that bag right there. There's another double decker, I think, in that red bag there. Or the, the Peters of Kensington bag, the pink bag. I think there's a pack of Ferreros in there, which I'm pretending I don't know exist so that I don't have them. See, this is a 30 pack. Right. So what I look, usually this is have. Your, this is your classic. No, no YouTube, so stiff shit. This is your classic 375 gram net. Un, dos, tres. I can't do that many numbers. It's three by three, one, two, five. three, four. So it's five, six, would you say? Or is that one, five? Two, no, it'd be three, five. Three by five, so four, it's 30. Five, right. so it's 30. But the ones that she brings over for me that's is... Your, that's your classic. That's your classic, but she'll bring me over this. So you're eight. Yeah, okay. And then another, like a double-decker eight. 
Yeah, yeah. So you're getting 16. Yeah. Which I'll pound into the ground. Yeah. But she bought... But 30... Because I was because I thought you were pounding 30s into the ground. No, dude. I knew what I was doing. I yeah. knew where I was at. Where 30s a lot. 30s a shitload. 30s a shitload. But yeah. I look, I, I know they're in my house. That's that's like a heroin addict not yeah. doing it. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Well, they still are sealed. So credit Because well, I'm like... what? But I'm like, why the fuck are they still here? I thought this was Christmas. Like Christmas gifts and shit. Anyway... She bought him over. I'm yep. thinking I'm going to be strong here. I'm going to be. I'm going to keep it tight. I'm going to be strong. Yep. And I ended up having Ferrero shares for breakfast, so it was nine thirty, and I was into my work, and I just went fuck it. You know what? If I'm offered Ferrero shares on Christmas, fuck it. And then the day went downhill from there. I was having chocolates, lint chocolates, lint chocolates. Probably like it's not even on. It's nowhere near the same level as Ferrero, but in terms of like a Christmas staple. Mate, lint, you need you need a couple of lint balls rolling around, always. I always rake up every year to the stocking. Mum gives us a stocking. Old school. You know? oh, I get it, dude. There's always a box of favourites in there. And I've already had five, six, seven of them by the time it's nine o'clock. Yeah. And then I have a couple of crumpets, and then I'll have a coffee, and then I'll have a couple more. Yeah. And you know what? You're grazing on chocolate all day. Don't talk to me. Because that's exactly, you know what I mean? And if I want to have a glass of rosé rose to wash it down, I will. I and then maybe sh- I'll have a whiskey. And then maybe I'll have a beer. And then maybe I'll have a white wine. And yeah. then maybe I'll have a beer. And then maybe I'll have an Aperol. And maybe I'll have a margarita. I won't be stopped. I was on Margie's on Christmas Day. My sister made these fucking, uh, what were they? They were like a berry margarita, which berry? was uh, Gordon Ramsay-inspired Christmas special berry margarita. Shout out to Bonnie. They were, shout out to Gordon. Well, shout out to Gordon and shout out to Bonnie for fucking finding Gordon's, Gordon's work. Yeah. But so I've gone from I'm going to have this like just eat the meal day and just open presents and shit to Ferrero shares for breakfast, mimosas at like 10 a.m. Beautiful stuff. And just pita and more chocolate and then ice cream. I had to get the ice cream for mums. And then I was shamefully, Steph and I, as the ice cream tub sat on the table at the end of lunch at the end of the day... There was just enough there for me and Steph to go over there with a couple of big spoons and bring it home. <laughs> well, who? But who's who's got the cred? Who's going to do it? Who's who's going to stand up and deliver? Who walks away from a table? That's my question. When there is some melting fucking ice cream, Riverino gelato or some shit. Who's going to stand up and deliver the goods? Yeah, because that ice cream is not going to fucking pound itself. No, it's not. Know that. I respect you and Steph for getting the big spoons. You're yeah. going, listen, we know a little bit about the big spoon and, yeah. and, and pounded ice cream and let us handle well, this. Let us handle this. Because I'm surrounded by rookies and I won't stand for it. I respect that. I wasn't going to leave it. I respect so that. So I finished the ice cream and then I came home and fucking ate more lint balls and shit. And then this morning I woke up feeling like death basically. Basically, I'm like a sugar overload. And I just said to Steph, listen, sugar-free day today. It's a sugar-free day. And has it been? No. No, it hasn't. I, I, I am a, like, I'm a, since my, you know, getting out of the ventilator fucking yeah, bracket. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't well eat, documented. I, well documented. I don't eat before midday. Mm. Not today. I got up, bagels, cream cheese, fucking, you know, all this shit. Then for lunch, cri- lunch in the cricket, I go and I get a kilo of some of the freshest prawns yeah. known to man. God's work. Peel the fuck out of them. Yeah, I then come. How to do you how do you get into your work? Do you do you peel how many how many do you peel before you work them? Usually, Eddie, because it's an interesting point. Because obviously, it's horses for courses, and we all courses. know that. Some people will go three or four. 
they'll they'll peel three or four and then they'll they'll work three or four. Some people will go one for one. Yeah. Others like to peel the whole bowl. Now it's horses for courses. It's, it's a it's a it's certainly situationally dependent because I know in years gone by, I've been a peel and work, peel and work. Yeah. So I'm not necessarily. I've got a whole bag of them. I've got a bowl for the peel. Depends who's around. Because if your old man's around, or if my old man's around, you got to get in your work pretty quick. Because he'll come. Because he'll come, and he'll come again, and he works quickly, and he moves yeah. quickly, and he's he's he's, he's an operator. keeping the pace. Well, he keeps a hot pace, a really electric pace. Now, Mum tries to slow him down, but I see I see the look in his eyes, and he's pretty good. They've been married for a long time, and I think he probably knows how to get around that. Well, he's sleight of hand, Tom. Yeah. He's like a magician. He's like, oh look at that, yeah, bang, bang. Now the ball's back in front of me and I'm working once more. So you've got to be – you've got to load the plate and then sort of peel at your own leisure. But yep. if you're sitting next to him and you're getting a bit slow, he might start you yoinking a couple. So it's, you know – Well, listen – Technique's I, important. It is. And I had a pretty free sort of – I was in a pretty uh, forgiving environment today in that I was the only person consuming the prawns. Yeah. I got a kilo for myself. Now Steph did have three individual prawns. Yeah, but, but that it, doesn't make it. it doesn't uh, three make doesn't make a, a kilo. No, it doesn't. <laughs> They'd be huge if it did. <laughs> too big. Too, way too big. They're not. That's the prawn would lose its flavour. I'd assume. I decided because it was in the lunch break. I'm going to just get on the sink and I'm going to pump the fuck out of these things. No prawn left unpeeled. Yep. I'm going to go to town on them. Get them all peeled. Yep. Peel the. I don't usually peel the shit out of their back, but I do. Steph likes it, so I was like, if she wants to have any, she can. There'll be pooless in the back. I I I, I, I poo. I I de poo. I don't care for it. It doesn't bother me. Again, it's situational. Yeah. If I'm running out of time, the poo stays. The poo stays. If I've got a bit of time to sort of relax, undo the belt. And settle into your work. Settle into my work, then the poo will be removed. Yeah. If you've got time to be sort of indulgent, you remove the poo. I'd also say this to the punter and the dribbler listening. If you have been living under a rock, metaphorical otherwise, obviously, if you don't have a water bowl that I can quickly wash my hands in on the table, then you need to have a fucking long, hard look at yourself in the mirror because now where am I? You're covered in shit. You probably stink. I must be living amongst hoarders. Yeah, pigs. That's <laughs> But that's also the benefit to just going... Doing it yourself. Doing it, but just banging yep. them all out in one go. Yep. You wash your hands and then you don't... It's not really that gross when it's just peeled prawns. Well, you got them peeled and you got your cocktail sauce and you just go bang, you're bang, good, bang, good. bang. Wash your hands at the end of the day. Well, you don't need to because your hands are washed and like... But I mean, it's not exactly. It's not the... It's, it's not, not an really, issue. It's not an issue. It's not an issue. It's not an issue. So I've, I've peeled all of them. Yep. I've then, I also, because I like to mix it up sometimes, and I think that one of the more, the less spoken about, but one of the nice ways to indulge in prawns, and if you've got a kilo to yourself, you've got room to fucking dance. Yeah, yeah. i got a couple of bread rolls. Beautiful. And i got a fuckload of sauce. The Love place that. I got it in Bondi was like, hey, try this sauce. I know you've gone for the just your regular cocktail sauce in the fridge. I'd encourage you to still take some of that because you know what you like. But also try this. It has a bit of a pep to it. And I went, you're what, a bit of what, like, bit like, of spice, just a bit, a bit of, of kick to it. It's like yep. nothing that's going to make your shit flames, but something that's going to let you know you're there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. G'day. G'day. How you doing? I'm here. Yeah. So I lathered the breadies, two bread rolls up with that, and then just put on like, soft, nice and soft, nice and soft dinner rolls, like those Vietnamese bread rolls. So they're soft on the inside, but crispy oh, on the outside. Well, not long baguette, but like. Uh, you know, but like Vietnamese style roll. Well, the Vietnamese bread roll, they're like that long. So, and no one can see this. A, a nice 
sizable. Like you have a barn me on? Porn star's dick. Yes, a barn me. Barn me? Yeah, uh, yep. a Vietnamese pork roll. Yeah. Those bread rolls. Yep. So I got a couple of those, loaded them up. With Would you argue that's a mini baguette? Not to get bogged down here. Well, uh, you could say it's a mini baguette or you'd say it's a Vietnamese bread roll. Because a baguette is kind of tighter. These things are more like, they're sure. more like oval no, shaped. No, I'm with you. A baguette, yep, yep. A, a baguette's like shaft. No, okay. No, I'm with you. And then a, a Vietnamese bread roll is a little bit different. Anyway, I loaded up on those and then I brought it home, just raw dogged the rest of them. Yeah, you raw dogged them, yeah. Put me into a hole, though. What were you washing it down with, bloke? I did, wasn't drinking. Oh, you weren't drinking? No, I wasn't drinking. I was sitting on the couch. I think I had a bottle of water, but I was also on dad duty a little bit like with Zoe, who's basically sleeping, so I don't have to do too much. But I am cognizant of the fact that I'm not in a good way. <laughs> and I have got... I, I've committed to no sugar. You have. But then I've gone, well, what? what's going to make me feel better when I feel so bad? Like, I feel mm. good, but I feel bad. Oh, there's a bowl of lint, chocolates, and Ferrero shares on the table. Yeah. I know I said I'm not going to have them, but I find myself walking over to the table and picking up the bowl well, and bring said, it over to the fucking couch. Well, you said you just, weren't. You said you weren't going to have them before you'd had a kilo of prawns, and you're in a hole. And so I, just, I get it. Once you're there, you're there, right? Yep. We didn't know when I said I wasn't going to have sugar that this was where I was going to find myself. It's like saying you're not going to have a dart until you've had 60 rums. And, and then, then what do you do? And then what do you do? You fucking... I'm having a dart. <laughs> and you can't blame me because no. when I'm sound, of sound mind, mm. I'm not having a dart. Well, sound Tom wouldn't have. Sound Tom, but I'm not of sound mind after no. a kilo of fucking no, prawns. No, no, no. no. You're prawned. You're completely prawned. Yeah. Into the ground. Yeah. Big difference. So I ate all those chocolates and the Ferrero Chef. Steph came out, saw the table. The table's covered in like pre Evie gifts and shit, like the table out there. It was. And then she came back. I think she, her and Evie left the house. I was with Zoe. Steph came home, found a bowl of cocktail sauce and shit, and then also the table just littered with wrappers of chocolates. And she saw it and she shook her head at me, laughed and went, Oh, so this is rock bottom. <laughs> and I'm like laying there like, yeah, yeah, this probably is. This is probably, we thought it was the other day. We this thought was, it was yesterday. It's not. No, no, it's not. It's the kilo of prawns into the remaining Ferrero shares. Particularly when you've announced it as a sugar-free day. I came out as like sugar-free day. It's the first thing I said to him woke up. We got sugar-free day today. Yeah. Fuck that. Well, sugar's uh, sugar's got it's a addictive sugar. Yeah, sugar's got a way of working its way back yeah, into you the think conversation. Fucking, you know, yeah, heroin's bad, bro. Heroin <laughs> ain't nothing on sugar. Nothing sugar, on sugar. Sugar's number one. Yeah, Do you know what I've been thinking? What are those Ferrero shares doing that we had out before? Like, what are they doing? Why are they here? They're in that piece of Kensington bag, and Why? we might have to have a couple because it's Christmas. I think we maybe get them out because we you know what? We can always replace those. They're easily replaced. They shouldn't be left in my house for no reason. No, they shouldn't. No, they shouldn't. So I feel like at some point, Eddie, you're going to have to turn around. I am also feeling that... We're going to have to... No, they're empty. These are empty. Oh, we're going to have to top these up then. Yeah, we're going to have to top these up. And then we're going to have to get some row shares. They're open. <laughs> They're open past <laughs> dribblers. 
be aware. Be oh, they're a bit melty, bro, in this heat. Oh shit. Holy shit. Delicious, obviously. But wow. admin heavy. The sun's at its way with the Ferrero. This room does get hot. But that hot? In a bag? Interesting. Choose your direct contact. I don't know, dude. Look, what I will say is that one of the hallmarks of the Ferrero, I think, is that it's hassle-free. I haven't had a melted Ferrero in a long no. time. Now, in fairness to them, the flavour holds up. Of course it does. The consistency does as well. The of internal it does. consistency. Of it does. But I don't want to be sucking Ferrero out of aluminium, Tom. No, That's not no. the point. No. No. That's it's not the point. That, that, I don't know what if it's even healthy. It's, well, it's not the point. That I do know. I'm not fucking sucking... I'm not going to... Look, you know what? I'm not... I've already spoken in absolutes today. I'm not saying that I'm not going to suck chocolate off of aluminium. Yeah. But I don't want to. I don't want to. There's yeah. a very good never chance... Never say never. No, as Justin would say. Well, he did say it, and he made a lot of money. He made a shitload of money. And so also, like, you, you can't tell me a, You can't tell me it was wrong. you got to take into account that I have, you know, fucking had half of a vegan gummy before this started, and maybe I am going to start sucking chocolate out of aluminium. I don't know. Maybe. I do wonder... If that's where Justin was coming from. Had he maybe come into a similar situation? Had he potentially come into uh, a big old box of Ferreros? 30 of them. Melted as fuck. Melted as fuck. And he's, he finds himself sucking chocolate out of aluminium. The missus says, I think it's time you've had enough. Oh, or she goes, she has one as well. Goes, I'm not having any more of those. Yeah. I'm not and sucking out And he says, never never. Never. Yeah. Then went, hold on a second. I need to go away to the studio. I'll just come up with something. I'll be in the lab. Uh, bring the Ferreros. I will never say never. never. As he's gobbling on them in yeah. between takes. Yeah, yeah. I think that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Um, they are still good, though. They hold up. We are also indulging in um, some Ricky Ponting, Rihanna Rosé, promo code dribblers. I think that may still work. I, don't I think know. so. I think so. I think so. I think it would. I think Ricky's a dear friend. I think it would. Yeah. But obviously you need to try it. And if it doesn't work, then it might Suck be dribbler. Titties. And if it doesn't work, then stiff shit. Now. Probably good leeway. It is. Before we do, though, I just need to let everyone know. I need to give everyone an update. I cracked my toe again on the corner of the bed on Christmas morning. And it was more painful than the first time. You can see it live. It doesn't look too bad, right? Like that's it no, it looks alright. It's it's not it's like swollen, but the bruising has subsided. I'm starting to think now it's not broken. Just because I can move it pretty well. No, I don't think it's broken. But there's some pain in there, that's all. I got a lot of people reaching out to me going, you know what, you made me think, that fucking toe does nothing. That toe does absolutely nothing. But I was doing some chores Christmas morning, we were having guests, I need to vacuum, need to mop, need to do some shit. And I'm just racing around the house. Come into the bedroom and just kick the corner of the bed full force with the toe. It, it sunk me. It sunk me, I dropped everything. And I just walked into the ki- into the living room, and I'm like, "Oh my god, this is fucking horrendous pain." As I'm walking into the living room, my mother in law arrives, 
She starts talking to me. I'm trying to mask the pain and have a conversation. Then I'm sitting down. Then Evie's coming over to me and talking. And I'm like, holy shit. Steph's laughing at me. She knew what I'd done. Mm. But she couldn't help but laugh. What do you? What is that? How do you go back-to-back stubbings? Because I haven't stubbed it for fucking Th- ever. That's, and where, then I'm, that's, where, that's, where, that's where I'm coming from. Yeah. That's where I'm coming from. Is it Murphy's? Do we talk about Murphy's law? Is Murphy's around? Is there, is there a stub law that I'm not aware of? If you stub once, you're likely likely to stub twice. I hope it's not a third. I don't know if I'll be able to I'm handle not, a third. I, I wouldn't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not prepared to sit here and say that, Tom. Because Stubbs' law might be different. It might be a different. It law might be. To, it might uh, be the more. Law of threes. It might be more of a law of twos. Mm. I hope. Fuck to. If you if you stub once, you will stub twice. I that may well be Stubbs' law. I kind of think that is true, though. Because you rarely stub three times. No, but I think... But you'll stub twice. When you do stub, you've probably got another one in you to go, yeah. 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 You fucked it there. Yeah. But now you're fucking it again. And I'd I'd argue this, Tom. If you've gone years without stubbing, and I'll take you at your word, because you're a trustworthy guy. I wouldn't lie to you. You've gone back-to-back stubs. Yeah. What's that mean? means something. It does. It It doesn't mean nothing. It doesn't mean nothing. I was like... It was con- it was all consuming. Like it went away, but there was like a five minute period where I was I was sitting on the couch with my head in my hands, just going like, "Oh my god, holy fuck!" And then Steph brought out an ice pack for me. Like it was a Christmas nightmare. Imagine if that sort of five minute pain, the back to back stub pain that you're referring to, didn't go away, mate. Because it's all encompassing. There was nothing else I could do. There was, I couldn't focus on anything else. I was like, this is fucking horrendous. Christmas Day. Christmas Day. Got to be up and about. And we hadn't started presents yet. Steph's mom's just arrived. She's asking me questions. I can't answer the questions. I'm trying. She also she already thinks I'm a big old pussy. So like. She does. I need to try and be like, we're good here. Mm. I can't be like, hold on a second. I can't answer your questions because I stubbed my toe. You know what I mean? That's a hard que- that's a hard conversation to have. Yeah, it is. With a mother-in-law that already sort of sees the the beater in you. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, that was the update. The toe feeling better. Again, I think you could fucking jam needles in this thing and I'd be able to walk around because it's a useless part of the body. It is. It's just pain. Yeah. It's just a pain reminder. It's just a reminder that I feel. Yes. That's all it is. I feel things. Yeah. You still feel, bro. Yeah. Good luck. You know, good for you. Which is nice. I think that is a good reminder every once in a while. It is a good reminder, but it does nothing. It does absolutely, absolutely nothing. nothing. And I'm glad that people are reaching out into grants because if they didn't, then there I'd be, be confused. Yeah. It'd be something wrong. Well, you, you would wonder whether there's something wrong with us. Potentially. But I think you were right before when we were talking about Ricky's rosé that maybe it is time for us to just have a little... Well, a rosé can be a good leeway. It can be a lead into things. You know and I, mean? uh, I think it's probably time to talk a little test cricket. Anyway, whenever we talk cricket, I think it is important just to mention beforehand, just because we want everyone to know, brought to you by KO. KO, uh, big supporters of the show and everything we do. So shout out to KO. But I think it's time we talk a little cricket. It is Boxing Day. We did have a test on today. It was a slight delay due to rain, but it was one of the great days for Australia. Could I start with a question for you? Yes. And I I genuinely need to preface this with like no disrespect intended, right? Like I'm coming in from it like, you know. Could you – is this English team the like 
the weakest assembly of humans ever? Like, well, is it the weakest, most pathetic, least sort of intimidating well, group of humans ever assembled? Sport, fucking battle, whatever. Are they the weakest, most pathetic people you've ever seen? They'd have to be right up there. They'd have to be right up there. They are fucking pathetic. There's no other way to put it. There's no other way to put it. Group chats I'm in today, people are saying it's it's gone from, you know, a bit of fun, from entertaining to almost like sad. Yeah. Almost sad, the state of affairs that England find themselves in. They are fucking deplorable. And you know what I think I can't stomach, Tom, more than anything? What really gets a bee in my bonnet is that they don't have any ticker. No ticker. Australians pride themselves on ticker. Even if you're getting pounded into the fucking earth, even if you are no shot of a W, go out there and show a bit of ticker. Show a bit. Bite down on the mouth guard. I know you don't wear them technically in, in cricket, but it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor, punters and jewelers. If you don't know what a metaphor is, get a thesaurus, get a dictionary, and keep up to speed. Yeah. But I don't see any ticker. I don't see any ticker whatsoever. Some of the shot selections today, I'm like, you cunts don't fucking want to be. Hamid, You're not interested. Hamid is their 50th duck of 2021. They rolled out today, Tom. No shit. Two openers that average in the 20s. We're upset that fucking... In the 20s. We're upset that Harris averages 30-odd. Upset. We're ropeable. Mm. There's people calling for his head. I thought he'd get a third test, and he's maybe on his way to a famous Boxing Day ton. Well, Boxing Day test ton. <laughs> yeah. We'll call it a Boxing Day ton. Call it a Boxing Day ton. But to average in the 20s and to offer nothing... Nothing at all. And they keep showing Joe Root of allergic to tons in Australia fame. They keep showing his 2020 runs. And then, because he's obviously the highest England run score of 2021. And then the next best is like a thousand runs less. Yeah, I know. And, and it's like, Rory Burns I mean, who Ro- just got dropped. Who just got dropped. And and where's bandanas? And I'm like, bruh, what the... And I've got nothing against ponytails. My old man has one. But if you're going to have one, you want to be no, good. No, 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 no. There's you a very... want to be ve- good. Tom, there's a very simple metric. There's a very simple yarn that needs to be had. If you want a peacock, bruh, you'd want to be fucking good at what you're doing. Yep. If you want to wear bandanas, that's fine, but you need to be great. Yeah. If you want to wear... You know, if you want to rock ponytails, your old man rock one, but he's also one of the funniest cunts of all time. Draw so attention he, to yourself, but on your but own he terms. Earned, he earned, he earned the ponytail. He earned the right to the ponytail. If he, was, if he was a loser and he was getting around with that ponytail, then we'd someone... Be, we'd be chirping him too. He would be getting chirped. He could be my life. dad and But he would know that. But he'd know that. Well, he'd shave he'd his that. fucking head, Eddie. <laughs> Adam Zampa, when he wore that mini little fucking headband and a thing. Like, what was that? Like, uh, it's not yeah. a... It wasn't a headband of sorts. It was. We'll call it a headband. We'll call it a headband. An elasticized headband. Yes. Until he started not turning it and taking wickets, then he was getting chirped too. Yeah. As soon no as he started taking wickets, we, you know, the the nation got right off his. Back. Could you imagine the punishment Stephen Smudgery Smith would get for his little sort of mannerisms, mannerisms in between balls if he wasn't scoring? Double ton after double ton after double ton, making a case for being the second best after the Don. If he wasn't doing that, he'd be the laughing stock of the nation. Now, all I'm saying, all I'm merely pointing out is that Rory Burns of headband fame, who was dropped for the Boxing Day test, must win, Tom, was replaced by blokes that average in the 20s, and he's their second best scorer this calendar year. Yeah. Now, 
there's only so many times I need to be reminded of, Jesus, you know, Joe Root's pretty close to breaking that calendar year record. I'm like, as if he gives a fuck, as if anyone cares about that. You know what I think about every time he comes down here is that he hasn't scored a ton in Australia. Yeah. That's what I think about. What also I think about is that he's not a leader of a man and he looks like a scared little boy. What I also think about is that the locker room is divided. They hate him. And they're all at sea. Now, Ian Chappell, who's on... Grandstand. Grandstand at the moment. So I was swapping today on the car. So I, I, I caught the first session in a bit. And then I'm in the car and I'm grandstanding and then I'm into Triple M. We'll get to Triple M commentary because it's great. Yeah. But Grandstand, very Chappelle focused. At least it was today. Chappelle got a lot of the limelight. And he was disgusted. <laughs> Absolutely disgusted he by what no he saw. No, 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 no. <laughs> Ian's stopped caring. Ian couldn't care less. Now that the shackles are removed and he's on grandstand and he's the big dick. Also, Father Father Time's knocking. Jim Maxwell's the big dick, but he's... Chappelle also equal, a dick of equal measure. Well, Chappelle's done a lot. No, he's a former Australian skipper. He's a dick of equal measure. Comfortably. (laughs) He's he's comfortably a dick of equal measure. He's not the face of the broadcast, but he's got a big, big But he's a dick of equal measure. 100%, buddy. You nailed it. Now, he doesn't hold punches anymore. He doesn't give a fuck. He's he's reaching his senile years. Correct. He's he's gracefully entering the senile years. And with that comes a distinct distaste for the English. And he he could he can't stomach what he's saying. I'm telling you right now, he went on and on and on today. And I loved it. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. But he fucking despises Joe Root. And every time they tried to like angle towards him scoring a lot of runs this year, he's like, he wasn't having it. He goes, it doesn't matter. No. He goes, what's he inspiring? They're like, oh, yeah, but it's like leading from the front. He goes, I don't care if he's leading from the front because no one else is scoring runs. <laughs> yeah. So he's inspiring no one. <laughs> he's, not, he's not leading. No, no one's, one's not following anyone. No one's following. No one's following him. It's all, well, oh, I led from the front. You know who led from the front today? Who said, okay, yep, overcast, green tinge, 11 mils of fucking covering, and it's cold. I'm going to lead from the front. Skip of the nation, Pat Cummins, wins the toss, elects to bowl. Takes three for in the first five minutes. Yeah. First session, thanks for coming. This is how you... Thanks for Cummins. Mm. That's how you do it. That's how you lead from the front. You inspire the, the team. Yeah. And then you know what? Talk about inspiring. You look at the fucking spread of wicket takers. Excuse me. That's my point. That's my point. He leads he from leads. the front and the boys follow. Cummins, Stark, Lyon gets Lyon. a couple. Lyon gets three. Lyon, Stark gets Bowen two. got one. Stark got three. Lyon got three. Uh, Cummins, three. Lion three, Stark two, Boland one, Baggy Did Green Boland one. not get two? No, he got one, I believe. Two a couple of catches. Right. My but apologies. But, but he got it. But he got a wicket. On the boot. Fucking oath he did. LB. And congratulations to him. And the boys went up. But he Also Pat, indigenous. Shout out to shout him. Shout out to him. Good to see an indigenous boy. Indigenous in player uh, and the set and the most recent after Dizzy Gillespie. That's right. So shout out to shout him. Shout out to him. But Pat Cummins of old Blue Eyes fame. Leading from the front. Of beyond reproach fame. Yeah. Of sainthood imminent fame. Yeah, of putting us into bowl and and skittling them. Absolutely. For 186? 
weeks. Might have even been less, Eddie. You know a what? Dior. Who gives it's a fuck? It's all vibe at it's, this point. Yeah, it is. At, at this point, it is vibe. And at this point, it's who gives a fuck situation. Who gives a fuck city is where we're at right now. Yep. You and I, we've both posted up in a nice little motel in who gives a fuck city. Mm-hmm. We're sitting here. We're clearing out the minibar of Ferreros and Rosa. <laughs> And what a mini bar that is. It's a phenomenal mini bar. Anyone that owns a motel, roadside or otherwise, yeah. put a couple of Ferreros <laughs> in the fridge and they'll come back year after year. Some rosé, you'll see them coming back. They'll come back year after year. Who gives a fuck city where Australia just beats the shit out of a loser team? That's but, what we're doing. But Ciappelli makes a great point in that, yes, he does score runs. He hasn't scored a ton in this uh, series. He hasn't scored No, no, in this nation, Eddie. Well, I was, I was about to preface oh, that. Oh, sorry. But he's been scoring some runs, more than everyone else, right? He's still batting all right. But but my point is, his point is, and I'm relaying his point, is that he's inspiring nobody. Whereas old Blue Eyes inspires, I'll take the first three and you you come over the top. You follow me. You you follow me in a battle and you take wickets. Let me lead the charge. I'll be up there with a sword at the front of the battle line. He set the standard in the first first session. In the first session, in the first session, I'll set the standard. The standard is three... Three scalps a session. That's the standard. Three, three, four. We went. Yeah. Three, three, four. That's good stuff. That's great stuff. Joe Root mm. comes out after last test and blames the bowlers. Yeah. Yet no one else in his fucking side can score a goddamn run. I I see Johnny Bairstow playing, and I'm like, this is kind of a joke now. Let's just bring out all the characters you've got, mate. Joss Butler is like their seventh best keeper. Is he? Yeah. What's That's he doing there? Because 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 they're all fucking losers and no one scores runs, they're so petrified that they need a, they need a batsman who can keep in there. And he's like, but how many drop how many drop catches is has Josh well, put there? A shitload, and exactly. he's also not batting very well. Yeah, they fo- folks apparently is their best uh, their best wicket keeper. They sent him home. Oh really? Yeah. Right. Like they're just a disgrace. Broad, broad, not picked either. Not picked either. Who unsettles? You know, he's got bunnies in the side. David Warner, David Warner been one but of them. Saying, but also broad to left-handers who are our two openers. And then the whole comment, the comment, the commentary on Fox was like, uh, David and uh, Little Marcus couldn't give a shit about these loser, these losers bowling to them. No. They don't care. Well, they're not quick enough. Dude, they bowl so slowly. So slowly. Like Mark Wood can get him to 150 with the respect. No, but and Mark Wood wasn't bowled today. Well, no, he was. He was. He did bowl. But not enough. End. No. You'd open with him. They open with Jams Anderson, that Robinson bloke. I'm Robinson like, of 127. Of one, oh, if he's lucky, fame. Of of 118. I'm like, what the fuck? This guy's... I'm like, I'm not used to seeing opening bowlers. Mate. I'm not used to seeing anyone who's not a part-timer bowling. Robinson wouldn't be out of place down at Coogee Oval on a Saturday afternoon in second grade. Honestly, he's <laughs> he's awful. He's deplorable. He's no good. Oh, but Joffre Archer should be here. But he's not here. But he's not here. He's not here. And in Australia, you need blokes to bring a bit of heat. And these losers aren't there. James Anderson of almost 50 fame. James Anderson of could be our dad fame. Yeah, and uh, we're not using a Duke fame. Yeah. Is like, bruh, get it together. Also, it's not swinging down here, James's bro. history in Australia ain't great anyway. Because he hates kookaburras. Let alone and the fact that he's 40 fucking years old. Because he doesn't, he doesn't steam in, Tom. He might, be the, he might be the, you know, obviously after Glenn McGrath, but wickets-wise, the greatest fast bowler of all time. He might be that, but he's 40. But Tom... Does he steam in? No, he doesn't. So what's he doing here? 
In Australia, you need to steam in or you need to put it on a sixpence. And he, he doesn't do he either. Doesn't. He relies on, on, on seam and swing. None down here for you, bro. Now, he did get Dave, but also like... But Dave was fucking... Having a crack. 38 or 41 deliveries. He and he was, was ripping and tearing, yeah. trying to set the tone. Dave was devil may care. He went out there and said, I'm going to swing for the rafters here. And now we're one for 68 chasing... We're, we're 124 behind, I think. Yeah. It's all over. Yeah. Red Rover. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Who gives a fuck city? I think yeah. was the, was the city we were in. I can't remember. <laughs> I, can't remember. I can't remember. Exactly. We're in some sort we're of in, city. We're in some sort of city that doesn't care. The English are just a pathetic bunch of cricketers. Do you know what else I was... Le- so Fifty ducks. You get a lot... I will say this. I will say this. Now, so I, I watched the first session drive um, on the television as I pounded prawns into the earth. Shout out to Mama Simpson. And then I left. You get a lot from the radio broadcast because they, they talk a lot. Like they go off on tangents and shit mm-hmm. a lot more, more yeah. than like Warney talking about because fucking they, meat they pies don't have the and pictures. shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So you're a little bit more. Tubes. I love tubes. We yeah. get it, bro. Yeah. Every year. Every so you, you get a little year. bit more information on board, which is nice. And they were talking about how the last time they came out here and got pounded in the earth 4 0, they've been obsessed with this tour. Obsessed with it. Really? Yeah, to the point where. They've overthought the fuck out of it. Yeah, they've thought... And it's turned into an absolute nightmare. It just... Like, everything. It seems like they're trying to do too much. They're trying too hard. Yeah. They're trying way too hard at everything. Like, like, case in point, if you wanted to just relax and just do what is normal, you'd pick folks, their best best keeper. Mm. But instead, they're like, oh, Jesus, what if the fucking... What if we collapse and we need runs and blah, blah, blah? Has Josh Butler set the world on fire? No, has he scored? Nothing. Has he scored runs with Listen, reckless abandon? If Josh Butler, Josh Butler of, was of like of get an H in your name or like work it out fame, yeah, of go down to deep hole and fix your name, fame. fix your name up fame. In terms of setting the world on fire, the man couldn't start a bushfire in the height of an Australian summer in the Blue Mountains. Twenty nine eight. He couldn't have done. He would have been useless. He might have put fires out. He's such a weak guy. Exactly. So I, I, so they're saying they're sitting there going, it makes no sense. Folks is a good batter. Joss is not that much better. Clearly, well, not. Joss is also a one day batter. I think like more as in like he's that's where he's got his name. <laughs> he is. I I would say like based on nothing but vibe and vibe alone, mm. which is all we ever talk about. All, but it's all we have in life. We relay vibe, punters and dribblers, and we relay information given to us by people that know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, which isn't us. He might be the worst keeper to come to our shores. I don't want to... In 150 years. Yep. Think about that. Think back to when motherfuckers were catching a boat for six months. Think about that. The worst keeper to come to our shores in, a, in an Ashes series that supposedly... They'd spent time trying to win, like being obsessed with. 150 years ago, Eddie, I mean, cars weren't a thing, I assume. Maybe they were. I don't know. I'm just going, again, vibe. But, like, the world was a different place. (laughs) If you have to get a boat here for six months. A six-month boat, like, that must have been. When people died of scurvy. That must have been like an outboard motor on a fucking humongous ship. To take six months. I don't know if it was a sailboat or people were rowing the fucking thing. I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> were they rowing maybe? I don't know. I don't, I'd forgive them if it was rowing because that would take a while. 
Well, I mean, maybe you picked on your ability to row as well. Can you keep? Can, can you, you keep, row? But can you row? Can you? Because we need to get there. The fact that Josh Butler is worse than the, the a keeper rower. Okay, think about that. <laughs> you got you got the gloves. Josh and you got Butler. An oar next Josh year, Butler. No. Josh Butler is Josh worse. Butler. <laughs> Josh Josh Butler is worse than the old keeper rowers they used to bring out here. <laughs> rower keepers. Rower keepers. <laughs> rower first. Keeper rower second. First, keeper second. <laughs> They were all rower first, let's be honest. If they're getting across the fucking... They're going to go down underneath fucking South Africa and nip across the Atlantic. Hairy. Which is a hairy fucking trip, Eddie. Well, there's a... What, what's the, the, the winds there? The, the, the roaring 40s? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think the roaring 40s was just the 40s. I don't... <laughs> No, that was, was the, the 20s. 20s. No, that was the 20s. No, that was the no, 20s. No, Roaring 40s are wins. Oh, okay, good. The Roaring 20s were when the, people were, were fucking... Well, yeah, they were going crazy. Yeah. Pre-depression. Pre-depression, post-World War II. Post-World War II, which yeah. was a depression in and of itself. Well, the depression hit late in the 20s. So yeah, the, but I mean, like, you know, off the, the early, back of the, the war, early, you're probably not stoked. Well, anyway, tw- yeah. yeah, 25, 26, 27, good yeah, years, yeah, good, yeah, years good, good years, good years. Good years. <laughs> That was the Roaring Twenties. We're yeah. talking about the Roaring Forties, which is the winds yeah. coming from South Africa, the, the base of South Africa over to WA. We presume. We also don't know. <laughs> we don't have a... We aren't <laughs> certain on that. <laughs> what we do know, though, is Joss' worst keeper ever to tour to this nation, and that includes rower keepers, <laughs> <laughs> who were the first touring yeah. parties <coughs> which I think, here. Which I think puts... It, I think it puts it in context, but... Do we, does Joe need to get on an erg? Is well, that one of the, you know what I mean? Like, what is I it? Think, I think Joe needs to, and we've said this before, and I think it's probably worth saying again based on what I saw today, is just he needs to make a, he needs to take a backwards step or backwards seat and allow Stokes of Kiwi, Aotea Roa fame, yep. you know, we share blood. Well, one of our brothers. He's a brother of ours. He's lost his way. But... He's he's more fucking man, more more skipper, more leader than any of those fucking losers in that side. Yeah, and I think that if Joe Root wasn't burdened with the fact that he needs to be, you know, trying to lead people that hate him, then he probably might have scored a ton. You just, know what I mean? He, the the weight of, of like leadership. he looks so good today. In parts, he just looked good all series. Like and then and then he just doesn't, and he's but out. then like like. Again, on the radio, they're going, he looks great. Like, he gets to his 50, he looks good, he looks measured, he's playing good shots, and then he just... That shot he played to get out was a pile oh, of shit. Bro, where, what do you do? What do you, walk me through that, Joe. This willy-nilly, wafty, fucking... What was it? It was poo. It was Joss Battler. It, it was, was like, yes. you're, you've, you've played like Joe Root, the, the mm. weak English boy that could... And then you're, you're trying to lead your nation. You're trying to get 100, but we all know you're not going to get You know, it. can I tell you what happened, Tom? Can I tell you what happened? I know what happened. I know exactly what happened. He just would be thinking to himself, just get to 50, and then we'll reassess. And he reassesses, and the weight of expectation, the the yipping and the yahoo from the punter and the dribbler, the MCG, roaring as it was, Got the better of him, and he starts Locks thinking. Over him. Starts thinking of the tarn, and then pff, see you, bro. You're out on fifty one or whatever the fuck 51. it was. Fifty one, loser. I sent a message to a mate as well. Shout out, Frogman. I said, I go. Joe gets to the fifties, yeah, and Joe gets out in the fifties. Yeah, I just knew it. Yeah, but that's it, all he does. But it, it really has. It, there's a couple of things I think that we need to, to touch on. 
anyone, first and foremost, anyone that had reservations around Blue Eyes skipping the nation at this point in time, shut the fuck up. Well, I don't think they have many more. Well, I think time. that it's like before. Tumble, t- tumble, t- tumble pie time. Tumble pie time. Tumble pie time. Eat your humble pie. Yeah. The other thing I would say is we're, we're starting to get really nicely balanced, in my opinion. We've got, we've got fast bowlers who can do a job if they need to. We've got a beautiful, beautiful, gorgeous number six in Cameron Green who is two metres tall and bowls 145, 146. Size 15 shoes, Edward. Bruh. He's, what, 22? 22 years old with size 15 shoes. I'm not going to rule out that he grows to maybe a 16, 17... Not everyone stopped growing at 22, can especially I say if you're an athlete. Can I say this, Tom? And I'm only going to say this, say this because we are sitting on wooden floors. Yep. So we are touching wood as we speak. Yep. If I'm Jacques Callis, I'm... Oh, yeah. I'm over the shoulder worry. If I'm Jacques Callis, I'm... I'm over the shoulder worry. I'm looking over my shoulder and dabbing my toupee because I'm sweating. I'm sweating. I'm sweating big time. I'm going, oh, my God, there's a big, rangy... Sp- Two foot, two metre tall, rather, Redwood guy who steams in bowling 145, 146, and he's young. He'd yeah. get 150. 22 size 15 shoes. Yeah, one, yeah, who else had size 15s? Who else had size 15s? Anthor. Anthor. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Is there a correlation, punters and dribblers? You better fucking believe there is. Australians with size 15 feet are destined for greatness. Yeah, exactly. Because there aren't many of them. Mate, I'm sitting here right now. I'm going to say it. With all the facts at hand, he'll be the greatest all... Rounder of all time. I don't know of anyone who has size 15 shoes other than Ian Thorpe and Cam Green. That's my point. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's what I'm trying to say to the pun on the dribbler. He's destined for greatness and greatness. He's already there. He take. You know why I love him, Tom? He takes the big scalps. He yeah, exactly. He's not just cleaning up tail enders. Fuck. Like we've got we've got tail ender specialists like like Mitchell Stark. Shout out to him. He can clean up him. He's probably the best removal of tail mm. in world cricket. I'd go, right I'd, now. I'd go with it. But sometimes to be a threat, to be an absolute out-and-out presence, you need someone that's going to take the big scalp in the big moment. Yes. But he's not he's, he's not even part of the fucking bowling team. You and know he'll, I mean? like, technically. But he'll, but he'll take it. And then he comes in. He's used. He does a job, dude. He does a job, but he fucking gets the big boys. 100%. Then you've got Nathan Lyon, who is the goat off Spinger. Who's Taken three. He just needed to get that 400 off his And now back. he's good. And, and now, now he's good. good. Three but, also, but also, even if we go to India, even if, you know, we need someone else to step in and bowl a couple of overs, Marnus Labashane. He can, can bowl. He can, he can bowl them. He can turn them. Fucking oath, he can turn them. Travis Head, I, I've got an apology to make. Because I've been a little bit reticent. Obviously, Trav, when he came in the first test, got 100 and whatever he got. Mm. And now all is forgiven with Trav, the sensitive new age boonie. But <laughs> I was like a bit, you know, like Travis said, everyone's like, he's the next skipper. I'm like, what the fuck are we talking about? The next skipper potentially. I'm like, the cunt's like 30. Mm. Trav's only 27. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Trav was like 32. I'm like, can we stop mm. talking about this guy as the next skipper? He's 32 years old. Mm. He was the fucking, I was like, vice captain, what's... I was mistaken, Travis, yeah. and I need to apologise to you. You got to be a man. You do. I apologise. I thought you were 31, 32. 33. 33, maybe. You're actually only 27. You've got a, your, you Osman, obviously it was a little up in the air, but now you're scoring hundreds for your nation, and then you got another 50 a couple of days ago. And now we feel silly. And now I feel silly. You're, yeah. you're 27 years old. Yeah. You're ready to rip and tear. Welcome yeah. back, my friend. Welcome back. Welcome back. Mate, he looks the part. And he bats the part. And he bats the part. We've been dying out for five since Mr. Cricket came and went. 
You know what I mean? Now we've got one. All we need to put this little jigsaw puzzle of ours together, and when I say put together, I'm talking about world domination. I'm talking yep. all black stuff. Yeah, I'm talking I'm talking early 2000s, Steve Warside. I'm 16 talking, tests on the trot. I'm talking punter when he took over side. Yeah. That sort of Harry arm rhetoric. Yeah, yeah, that sort of shit. If Marcus Harris comes out and scores a Boxing Day ton, okay, gets the monkey off the back and goes, fuck you all, I'm here to, I'm here to rip and I'm here to tear, then we've got, I think, Tom, I don't want to go out on a limb and be too bullish, but I think that's the makings of the best side we've had in 15 years. Eddie, I think that there's, you know, obviously... Is that too much? No, it's not too much. Because you're saying... It's a good-looking side. It's a good-looking side. Like, that's a side where you'd swipe left... I think it's swipe right on Tinder. <laughs> I've been I've been in a relationship for 100 years. I've never used it. Whatever. You'd swipe on it, in a good sense. <laughs> you'd swipe the correct right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I'm way older than Travis Head, as you can tell. Mm. It's the makings of a very good-looking side, Eddie. Yeah. You'd match with this side. It's balanced, bro. It's balanced. It's young, youth and experience. David Warner, he got 38, but he was out there ripping and tearing. David Warden's like 35. He's still got some years in him. But like, I tell you the rhetoric that I've liked, to, I've been happy to hear. Like, I don't know if you've heard it, but obviously Travis Head coming into this test with some pressure on him, cut his finger today. Stokes hit him with a bouncer, split his finger open. He saw out the final over, but they started throwing in Matt Renshaw and they were going, well, you know, we forgot about Matt. Like we sort of stopped talking about Matt. You and Matt's I have doing all right. No, we haven't. The guy's fucking six foot something. His old man's been coaching him cricket. He fucking the turtle, I think is his nickname, and he doesn't yeah. mind. Doesn't hurt that he plays for the Bulls. No. Like, I know that that's Queensland, but I think that Bulls are a fucking animal of substance. Oh, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, you know, they're, they're animals that you... You know who else who played for the Bulls, Tom? Matthew Hayden. Exactly. So... That's who he gets compared to. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think you need, and I'm, I'm happy to say it, in a cricketing context, sometimes you need a big, strong Queenslander yeah. fucking taking lacquer off Listen, nut. when it comes to the national side, Eddie... There's no a, states. We're a nation. We and I love a big fucking Queenslander yeah, in my Taking lacquer off nut. I love a big Queenslander. To take lacquer off nuts. Broad-shouldered. Yeah. Tall. Big, thick fucker. Commanding. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm a presence. Here, I'm at the top of the order. Good luck. Yeah. Try your fucking best, cunt. Basically the opposite of Rory Burns. It was the complete opposite. Rory Burns, that rosy chick. No, no, no the complete... Think of the complete opposite. Yeah. Rory Burns looks like a little, like a... Like a little sort of Disney character. He's like a little, like, the weak boy down the lane. Yeah, with yeah. rosy cheeks. Yeah, yeah, That's Rory Burns. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Hayden, Matt Renshaw. Imagine when Matt Renshaw starts to, like... Same name. Matt Hayden, Matt Renshaw, you're welcome. I liked that the, the Renshaw rhetoric was sort of coming in where it was like, listen, if if, if uh, little Marcus fucks up, Renshaw, he's been there, he's been he was, he got 180, uh, I think against India in Australia. Like he's he's his average is actually better than Marcus Harris, but I like the idea that he isn't just being cast aside because I was always like I was always like, where's like let's not. I hope we haven't forgotten about Matt Renshaw, you know. I don't I hope, forget. Don't forget about Matt. He's an option. Obviously, you got Will Bukowski. <coughs> he's got his shit. 
But like Will Bukowski could like Will Bukowski could be one of those Pat Cummins situations. Pat was injured for six fucking well, years. Well, and then Pat comes back and we're like, okay, you forget that it ever fucking happened. Well, I'm glad you brought up Will Bukowski because he's another option for us. Because obviously we're talking about the future of the of the nation because we've basically wrapped up the Ashen. So we're looking to what's next. What's the future? Yeah. Are we counting our chickens before they've hatched? No, they've no, already hatched. We're looking at world domination. They hatched now. today. Yeah. They hatched today. Obviously, uh, some going for another Ferrero punters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm probably gonna have one as well. I think that you could, you can, you, if you've got options when replacing Dave Warner, one of the greats all time, with with a big, broad chested, thick barrel chested Matt Renshaw, who is going to take lacquer off nut, you're in a good place. But also, if Will Pekovsky of Balkan Bulldog fame gets his shit together, medically speaking. Hope he's all right, but we want him to. Who was touted as one of the most prodigious talents to ever pick up the willow, Tom. Mm. To ever swing wood through the air. To ever wrap hominid fingers around <laughs> a piece of wood. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Mm. If he comes good, oh, dear God. Oh, dear God. Good luck. Pack Be- it up. Because everyone's talking about India and, you know, how they've started to find their way and it's going to be hard to compete with a billion people. Ah, uh, brah. I'd say this. Have you seen what we're working with down yeah. here? Wait, you ever heard of, you ever heard of Aussie Ticker? You heard of Aussie Ticker? If I saw... I'm saying, I'll, I'll tell you right now. I'll, t- I'll be fucking honest with you. If we went into England and I saw our boys roll over like the English have, I'd stop watching cricket. Right. I'd stop watching. Mm. I'd turn it off. No Australian side has ever been as weak. Never! Like, never. Just gutless. Gutless. Weak. Yellow-bellied. Fucking disgrace. It's disgusting. They want to go home. They want to go home. They want to wrap it up and it's written all over their faces and it's appalling. It's They're spitting in the face of 150 plus years of test cricket history. That's what they're doing. Of their forefathers who fucking rode over here, Eddie. Of their forefathers that rode. Think about that. Calloused hands. Think about that. Stroke. And you're a rower. I was a rower. I get it. You know how tough it can be. It's tough. And it's you never rode open water. No, it's, I didn't ride the I didn't ride the seas. No, dude. I didn't ride the seas. I ride the rivers. Yeah, and the rivers a, are tough. Rivers are hard. I've sung a boat in the rivers, let alone the seas. Rivers are fucking unforgivable. Seas no, are unforgivable. No, no, re, well, this one's this one's in better. No, nick. they're back. I no, this gonna, one's in better nick. I think they needed a bit of time out of the bag. Well, they yeah. <laughs> they need some time out of the bag to breathe. I didn't want to. I didn't want to interrupt you because I was excited as I was mm. opening. Going, nah, we, I think we're on it. Well, it's like de- it's like decanting a wine. <laughs> That's it. You got to leave the Ferreros <laughs> out in the fucking in the room for a little bit before you rip in. Mm. Let them sort of acclimatize. They'll come good. <laughs> They'll come good, and they have. <laughs> um, but no, look, the English basically what we're saying is they're a bunch of fucking weak dogs. And, you know, it, we say that with the greatest respect, but we do mean it. I'll say this as well. As I'm as I'm I'm out in the fucking sticks on the old bush road between Dubbo and Wellington, Cunnaver Road. Uh <laughs> Dubbo and Mudgee rather. What? No, this isn't a tarred road? It is, but it's full of holes, it's fucking dog shit. Then you get to Mudgee and you keep going, but it's all grandstand to there. As I'm getting a bit closer, I tried me luck with a bit of triple M. Comes good. Beautiful. Bit of heavy going from Lithgow up over the Bells line. But once you get up onto the mountains, clear signal. The triple M broadcast, and this is an ad for triple M, but it was terrific. It's good, eh? It was so good. Who were you listening to? Had Merv. We had um, 
Blewett. Blewett. Greg Blewett. Fucking terrific. We had... Uh, Ganane of goodbye fame. Ganane of goodbye fame. Thank you very much. We had... Um, who does the podcast? Who's also on Fox. He came over. Howie. For, Howie came over for a couple of overs. Uh, we had... They've got like fucking... I, cause and I, then we had... Um, you know who's pretty good? The big fella. Who Gus. Gus. Gus Wallen. Gus Walland. Because so, so basically how he does ball by ball, Gus does ball by ball, and Dan Ganane does ball, ball, ball by ball. They're all the ball by ball commentators. That's a mouthful. Gus Walland surprised me. But him and big Mervyn Hughes had such a good banter like back and forth. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah. fucking hilarious. It's different. It's the, it's, it's like Merv, like Merv, Merv, Merv was paying him out for shit. he get wrong. And it was so good. Oh, that's good. I it like was that. so fucking good. He was like, he goes, he goes like, yeah, you do live in the board. Like Jack, uh, Jack Leach. He goes, Oh, Jack Leach. You reckon? He goes, yeah. He goes, Pretty sure that was Robinson. He goes, only difference being Robinson's about two minutes tall. Jack Leach is about four foot, you know, and probably probably fifty kilos between them. But besides that, mate, pretty much the same person. Pretty much the same person. So I can, I'm, I'm, you know, you can oh, be forgiven good. for getting it wrong. That's good. They're not taking it too seriously, it, which is obviously that's a very triple M thing. It was right? very. It was basically rugby league commentary, but for cricket. Yeah, and it was good. But yeah. the, what I liked about it, I think, was that. It was it was sort of blokey yobbo shit, which was fun. I liked that, but it was more about how excited they got a, about um, about a wicket. Oh yeah, like they'd get really fucking piss off, leech on your fucking bike, <laughs> yeah, mate. Right. I'm back to the no fucks, obviously, but that was the rhetoric. Well, they're, they're like unapologetically uh, Australian centric, right? You know, like where most commentary teams are like. We're trying to call it down the line. We're not trying to be. Biased. And they might have an English person there. They're like, nah, fuck that. No, they'll pound it in a palm in the earth if they're in the in the commentary. And box, they did. Like, and they did. Like, <laughs> Stark took a couple of wickets, and uh, Big Mervin was just pounding Wallen into the ground because Wallen a couple of overs earlier had been like, oh, I don't know about Stark's selection in the side. He goes, Are you fair income, mate? You don't know what you're talking about. You've got no... It's so good. He wasn't sure. Gussie wasn't sure about Stark's selection. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But I agree, though. Stuff. I listened to a bit of Triple M today. It was good. It's just a nice... It was a nice... Because t- I played both sides. But that's what I mean. Grandstand has its fucking absolute value. Yep. I love Grandstand. And I also like really sort of... um, Almost like... Uh, like uh, scientific or like a really sort of, you know, highbrow, intelligent sort of conversation around cricket where it's really in-depth, it's nuanced and all that. Yep. I love that shit. Yeah. It's great to muzz out to that shit and hear these overly analytical sort of situations slash Chappelle of gracefully entering Sonality fame, ripping and tearing at Joe Root. Yeah. But also Triple M provides that great where it's like I'm now getting the sort of popcorn commentary where it's just like fun and entertaining yeah. and fucking and it, up and about. And it was just – it's just not something that you usually hear on the radio. So it was nice to hear the other – it was yeah. nice to hear something a bit different. And never really hear cricket commentary like that. It's all very – No, 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 no. Never, never, never. Fox go a little bit more like – You know, and it's and it's a bit sort of – I, I love it. I love it for what it is. Like Grandstand, they're talking about what they're having for, you know, oh, they've got the strawberries and cream for tea and shit like that sort of funny stuff, but... Don't you reckon it's funny how you hear in commentary? It's like you hear the same shit every year. And that's not to be a, even a complaint, but there are just certain things that you hear across commentaries every year. Whether it's like 
Fucking Warney 700th. And again, this isn't like a, a, like, it could be anything, but it's just like, Oi, King, how was the fucking 700th wicket? And it's like, or, oh, no, I tell you what, it gets a run every single year. Warney getting out on 99. You see that bit of footage every time Warney going, it was a no ball, it was a no yeah. ball. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it plays. Or like, this, you get the ask the same questions. Like, what would you do here? Or like, what is it about fucking this or that that makes this happen? Sorry, guys, just my phone ringing. Mum calling me at 8.53 on a Sunday. It's Boxing Day. Shout out to mum. Shout out to mums everywhere. Um, but it is funny, right? Every single year you sort of do... If you are a, like a, an intense an intense consumer of the sort of summer of cricket, mm. there'd be some yarns that you've heard like 50 fucking times comfortably. But I'm still liking... I'm still paying attention every single time. I would say this though as well. Just like just a, just a bow radio commentary. Yeah. There's parts of where I was driving today which are legitimately like not I'm not talking like I was out west, but they're light like I'm not out fucking Rawara and away Burkeway, but like where I was You're not in central New South Wales or western New South Wales. At certain points they are low on radio frequency. Yeah. And I can comfortably say from experience that you're not gonna pick up on a single station along those points except ABC Grandstand, pumping out the cricket. That's great, isn't it? And I just, I'm just like, they make sure that doesn't matter where the fuck you are, you can listen to the boys ripping and tearing. There is something really nice about... And it is dog shit audio. Like, they've got the background sort of like... Yeah, but they've got the... crackly and... But also also the ambience that they play, the the crowd ambience quite high. yeah. And it's sort of, you don't know what you're listening to half the time. But of you, course. But you can, but it's still the vibe. You're there. It's the crackle yeah. of the AM radio yeah. Yeah. and the high, like the 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 sort of ambient crowd noise yes. just played through the fucking like. Which, which fucks out the audio, but it's beautiful. But it's beautiful. And I'd have it no other way. And, but like, there's not a fucking, there is not civilized human being life as far as the eye can no, see. It's nothing. just like undulating, rolling fields or just yeah. flat yeah. fucking nothing. Yeah, just scrub and and, and goats and, and goats fuck all. and fucking like cows and you look at them and go, fuck man, why aren't you under a tree? It's that yeah, hot. It's hot, bro. It's hot, you should be under a tree. Seek shelter. You're, you're medium rare and you're still alive. Yeah. But the hum of ABC Grandstand... Won't quit. Mate, like Doesn't it is... Quit. It's like... It's like, it may as well be a fucking, like, the cicada. It's a cic- it is a cicada. It is. It may as well be, dude. Like, it's it is. so, I can't tell you how nice it was. Just just rolling through there, yeah. pumping the fucking. It's a nostalgic, the hum of AM radio is an, of AM radio, specifically Grandstand Cricket in summer, is a fucking, like. It was great. Anyone, and I'm thinking even, like, for our listeners that are overseas, you're, you're, you're expats of this great nation. Tell me right now that you aren't thinking of the crackling hum of ABC Grandstand and getting a little fucking nostalgic for yeah. the nation. Yeah, you're getting a bit homesick. You, you might need homesick. to throw up. You might need to. Or at least text mum and dad. Yeah, text mum and dad. I'd, if I'm if you're an expat, I'd be getting your old man to put on ABC Grandstand, record a snippet and, and send it over to you because yeah. it was good gear. And it didn't quit. Didn't quit the whole time. Didn't quit the whole time. It wasn't until I got up in the mountains, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll see if Triple M's on. Because you talked about how good the broadcast was. And I'm like, well, I'll give it a run. Give it a go. Yeah. So, shout out to everyone broadcasting the cricket. I've enjoyed it all. They're doing a great job. Every single one of them. They're all, it's all good gear. Some better than others, but it's all good gear. It is. I think also some provide like, you know, you're sort of getting different things from different 
uh, you know, I'd say Channel 7 would be the grandstand of TV. Yep. And Fox would be the Triple M. But that's not to knock Fox. Like, I fucking... Fox is the way that I probably watch most of the cricket. Well, we love Fox. I know. But do you know what I mean, though, right? Like, love Fox. But I think in the same way that you're flipping between fucking ABC and, and Triple M, like, you want to get a feel... Well, I go to I go to seven for punter. That's it. I go to seven for punter, and I sit down and go. Ricky talks to me, baby. Yeah, yeah. Because Ricky could put me to. He could. If Ricky read me bedtime stories, I'd be pumped. Fuck yeah. He's the best. He's fantastic. I'd like to sort of be like nestled in his arm. Like but then you play arm. him in a Jim Maxwell, and he's like he's like an old pair of jeans. He's so reliable. He's like because he's the doyen now. Oh, he's yeah. like he was like. Uh, Richie, he's like Richie, but for radio. How's he never got a TV gig? It must be a conscious choice for him. I think... I th- Surely, when Fox started doing cricket... Well, I think... Because I think that ABC would, would have wrapped him all the way up, right? But he is grandstand. Jim Maxwell is... But he's also highly respected. He's adored by everyone. And because... That's my other... point. Like, at summer, at this time of year, a lot of people are in the car. And they lean on Jim to get them through. Like, get me from point A to point B. If Jim wasn't on ABC Grandstand, I don't know where I'd be. I really don't. I'd be, I'd be all at sea. It's taken me years to get over Richie not being there. Do you know Jim, what I mean? Jim, now, if 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 Ricky didn't step in, I know it's a different uh, broadcast, but it's still on TV. It's still free to wear. Mm. If Ricky didn't step in for Richie, I'd be fucked. What do you do? You'd be completely fucked. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. You, you're playing Ricky. Off Warney, off uh, Jim Maxwell, and then Big Mervyn Hughes is good. He's he is he is so good. Merv's some good gear. I love Merv, and obviously Merv now a close friend. This isn't like you know. No, mates. I'm just saying that I love Merv, and Merv is like what we all love in an Australian. Exactly, exactly. Merv is what we all love in an Australian, and you know. He's delivering in spades. <laughs> in spades, bro. In um, spades. As of the Ferrero Rocher. As of the Ferreros. <laughs> and obviously, that entire cricket segment brought to you by Kea. You're welcome. Now, I don't know where we are exactly. Is there anything else that we need to get to in terms of this cricket, Eddie? I'm not sure that there is. Little Marcus's hand got fucking blown apart by a Stokes delivery. Mm. It was bleeding through the glove. It was very, you know, it was, it was... That you, you can bleed in cricket. Does he turn up tomorrow? You turn up with a cut finger. Does he turn up? I will always believe in those that wear the baggy green. Put it that way. So I will believe that he turns up because I have to believe. Great answer. Have to believe. Great answer. Yeah. I think he turns up. I think he turns up for the nation. Mm-hmm. I think he goes in. He probably gets maybe some stitches. Maybe it's just a broken nail. Who the fuck knows? I think, we beat, I think we win by an innings. Again. So we just go huge tomorrow. I think we go huge. I have some bets on. I had a great day on the ponies today, Eddie. I'll just let you know. Just for the sake of sort of letting everyone Shout out to Boxing Day ponies. Dude, I didn't know Boxing Day ponies were massive, a thing. Massive, massive thing, dude. I had never known Boxing Day ponies were a thing. Just never known. Massive thing. Bro. Well, guess what else Mervyn did? Picked the quaddy. <laughs> yeah, everyone was on it, and he was frothing, and he was berating these two little losers because the whole the whole call got on. Except these two little fucking juniors, like people probably our age, but yeah, he says yeah, young, yeah, yeah, yeah. that didn't have cash. And <laughs> so when they got down the fourth leg of the quaddy, which he'd fielded, he'd got like a $4, $7 winner, $14 winner, $1.50 winner, then field. 
and then they were sheepish. They sheepishly come back into the um, broadcast area with their cash. That obviously going to an ATM. And he's like, "You fuckers wouldn't have paid me <laughs> if we'd lost fucking if we'd it lost in the third. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so funny. And he goes, "Mums and dads everywhere. If you want to raise your kids right, raise them to walk around with cash." <laughs> And he's doing like chopper going, cash, no cash here, no cash. That's so funny. So Love. good. It Just was, ripping. It was great stuff. So I think... Oh, the so Boxing the, Day, Big Pony Day. Yeah, dude, Big Pony Day. Yeah. I had no idea. I fucking went ham on them today. Responsibly, of course. But I had a, a, a very good day. Just jumping on fucking... Dude, it was a day for roughies. There was some like fucking $26 bad boys getting up today. You're like, oh my God. <laughs> Day for the roughie. But I was on, I got up on four big boys and I don't think any of them were under 12 bucks. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, great day. Great day. Great day. Bet on vibe? Oh, or fuck cup. yeah. Well, vibe and then like you see a Waller or a McDonald or a Bowman and you go, you know, or, or a gay Waterhouse who got me up hard on the last race. Well, Gay's had a land year, so good to see she's getting up on the But on the I see day. gay and I go, yeah. you know... If I see gay, I go for it. I get ya. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You. Yeah. It, it's like if you see a gay time in the fridge. You go for it. <laughs> now, in the cricket, I was a Cam Green wicket off of... Glory. Fa- of, of Glory, which is mm. all right. I don't care, but I was a Cam Green wicket off. But in the in the, in the the batting stakes, I've got minus 30, smudge 30, head 30, baggy green 30. Tick, 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 I reckon. I think comfortably. I reckon right? tick, 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 tick. I think you tick them all. I think you tick them all. There's four ticks there. I wouldn't be surprised if the betting agency that I was using pays out early. I think they will. I think you wake up tomorrow into a little pre- a little uh, post-Boxing yep. Day gift. They go cash out now because we don't want to lose all this money. That's right. That's right. Beautiful stuff. Beautiful stuff. I think that's us, bro. I think that's up, Tom. Uh, shout out to the pun, the dribbler. Merry Christmas to all of you. When's New Year's? What day is New Year's this week? Uh, New Year's is on the 31st, into the 1st. <laughs> I understand, like, the date of it. I just Tom. Did you know what week? But do you know what time of year it is? It's the time of year. It's the time of year when dates and days don't matter. We don't know. We know the dates, we don't know the day. Yeah. And if we know the date, it's a fluke. Just go a vibe and vibe alone. Let's say it's probably, like, Thursday, Friday. Go a vibe. Go a vibe and vibe alone. I'm going to say Thursday, Friday. I'm going to say I don't know. Oh, no, I don't know. But vibe and vibe alone would dictate see you that through. I just say a fucking Just day. say it and vibe will see you Thursday, through. Thursday, Friday, New Year's. Uh, so if we're not talking to you before then, happy New Year's. Happy New Year's, Merry Christmas, happy Boxing Day. Happy Boxing Straight Day. Straight five now, fuck the palms. Thanks for everything, fuck the palms, fuck Joss Buck. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>